Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. You can visit me on our website at scalethepodcast.com or listen to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here with My Outdesk. I am so excited today because this is a actual topic that if you're listening um, and you're in real estate, I think this is an absolute necessity. Like 2019 is a game changer. What's happening in 2020 is a game changer. And we are lucky today to have somebody who basically has mastered his craft. Again, my name is Daniel Ramsey. I own a company called My Outdesk. We do real estate specific virtual assistance. That's what we do. We're 11 years old. Look, there's the top 10 real estate people in the world. Half of them are our clients. I've been blessed enough to be able to serve the real estate community. And today we are serving you by bringing a badass, Dan Stewart. First of all, he has a great name. You know, as you see, my name's Daniel, his name's Dan. So we share that in common. Um, and what's crazy about Dan, so he's a serial entrepreneur, which is a good thing, speaker, author, four-time uh, Inc. 500, father of three, he's been married one time, lives on a horse farm, I've seen pictures, it's real, and the most important thing, he is the founder and owner of Happy Grasshopper, and they're the easiest way to keep in touch. And so today, okay, today, we get hundreds and hundreds of questions every month, what do I do with my database? And today's topic is really addressing how databases have shifted and what, what really matters if you're a real estate practitioner. Dan Stewart, thank you for coming on. Oh, God. Yeah, you're so welcome, Daniel. Absolutely. This is really cool to be here, actually. I, I'm trying to think the first time we met, how many years it's been. Uh, it's probably got to be six, seven, maybe eight years. It's been a while. It has been a while. And guys, if you're listening, what's cool about Dan is he's a natural at speaking from stage. I was, we were just together last year, touring around, and this guy captivates audiences. So I think you're in for a good, 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 I mean, I know he's laughing. Yeah, no pressure, no yeah, pressure. he's really good, you guys. And here's the thing, uh, we're gonna go over, I've got a couple things. He's got natural groups inside your database, the easy way to gather up and kind of organize those, five things you must do um, because we're coming into a market shift. So I think this is timely. I mean, if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, how do I squeeze more business out of my existing database? This is, this is the call for you. Um, and so I'm just, again, Dan, let's, let's rock and roll. Let's, yeah, let's, let's, I'm a, I want to interrupt you already. I'm like, ah, let's get started. <laughs> so I, I, I want to reframe this idea of why this is really important right now. Okay. Sure. Because uh, we just, we have to understand that 2019 is different than any year we've ever looked at before uh, okay. in many, many ways. So over the past several years, we've seen this massive, massive increase in the amount of leads that are generated for real estate agents, like yep. digital marketing works, right? Uh, Zillow, realtor.com, Facebook lead. I mean, they're all over the place. Your IDX site you can turn on leads almost instantly from a dozen different sources today. Right. Like generating the lead isn't so much the challenge. 
but generating the lead in an environment where everyone is at war for our attention all the time, wow, that creates a big problem. So, you know, anybody who's watching this live right now, you're probably thinking, all right, so how different is that really from years in the past? Well, you're right in many ways, because we are constantly seeing this need to compete for our attention increase. What's different is that we're starting to see the beginnings of a market shift, right? So you have a unique opportunity right now to really take control of your database, to make sure that you're pulling those close to you closer, right? Because everybody's going to want to talk to anyone who's got even a sniff at a transaction. And you've got to do the job now of making sure that that person really sees you as being their agent, right? So, you know, the, the... this thing, just like any agent who's ever had the experience of driving home and passing a house where they know someone lives and seeing a sign from another agent in the front yard, I mean, that hurts 10 times worse if you're struggling in the shift. Like yeah. if you're at the point where you're going, I don't know where my next deal is, and you see that sign go up uh, in, in your neighbor's lawn that's a problem. So uh, we're going to solve that problem today by helping you take control of your database and putting a messaging plan in place that helps differentiate you from all the noise and really pulls those people closer, right? That's what it's all about. Yeah. And I think you're spot on 85 million leads, 5.5 million transactions, you know, that's a one in 20 ratio for every new lead that's created. So Mm -hmm. that's a big deal. You got to talk to 19, you know, 19, agents are talking to every one seller. So that, that's a big deal. Um, so that's the problem. The other problem is we get it all the time. Our clients, number one, they don't have a true database or they have like their cell phone or they have it in Facebook, but they don't have one spot. And so talk a little bit about how you guys solve that problem. Cause that's a big deal too. Well, there's two problems you just mentioned there. Like one is just tech and data and blah, blah, blah. That's easy once you know what you're doing with it. The bigger problem is that personal mindset where, I mean, let's just imagine you're that busy agent, right? So you've got a million things going on. You're feeling lots of stress from different directions. You're, you know, being forced to learn all sorts of new stuff all the time. Like every deal that tries to go a little sideways can introduce you to new issues that you now have to be an expert in, right? Sure. So there's a lot of forces that work on you all the time. And sometimes in between, uh, like I just talked to somebody earlier who said point blank, I tried Facebook and it doesn't work. And I thought, wow, okay, they tried it and it doesn't work. So you ask anybody who's achieving any level of consistent growth in their life, feel a sense of relief when they start hitting that plateau. Right. Like, you know, maybe your revenues are this today. Maybe your GCI is that tomorrow, right? And there's a point where you're like, oh, I can't bust through. I can't get past that, that point. Yeah. That's when you're really right about to really make the transition. So the first problem here is people have got to push through that. I call that the cycle of suck, right? <laughs> you start this new activity, you experience just a little bit of pain, and then you stop doing that new thing and you just get caught up again with your day to day. Right. First of all, I think you're so brilliant for saying, uh, I want to call this out because I hear it doesn't work all the freaking time. And if it didn't work, Facebook wouldn't be a billion dollar company. Right. 
I, 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 I mean, okay, so forget about Facebook, but anytime you think, oh, this isn't working for me, the reality is you haven't met somebody like Dan to help you because I, I've got this idea around um, uh, experts, right? So I'm a, I, I love to snowboard. It, it's one of my things. And I, there are three levels of snowboarders. The blue, blue square guys, black diamond guys, and then guys that jump out of uh, helicopters. If, if, if it doesn't work, you're probably a blue square guy, you know, and you need to go find somebody who's jumped out of helicopters. Mm -hmm. Like that is the reality. So I think you've aptly explained the mindset challenge yeah. around database right, right now is everybody says, oh, I, I don't know. I'm not sure what to send or I don't know right. how to figure this out. You know, there, there are a million different systems, right? And like if you're working a shoebox and an index card system, you can have great success with that, right? right. I, the, the thing is you need consistent, deliberate action taken over time that's designed to achieve an end result. And then you've got to measure your progress towards that end result, right? That's the only way to fine tune that approach and go from that blue square to black diamond. I love like, it. You, you can't make the transition otherwise. Okay, so, so what should somebody expect? Like, okay, so we brought a guy who's got nine years of experience. You've jumped out of helicopters. You've created content for 10,000 people. I mean, guys, 10,000 real estate people, brokers, agents have hired Dan and his company. So there's not anybody who's jumped out of more helicopters than Dan in this space, right? I asked him earlier, who is, who's your competition, Dan? Apathy. <laughs> doing nothing. Like, not doing anything. That's the competition. Cause like, there's a lot of fear around, you know, what if, what if I send this message and it doesn't work? What are people going to say? Yeah. Right. Particularly when the data shows that sometimes the things that work are things that you might not even really like. I got gotcha. like, imagine that. What if the data says you should do this thing and you don't like what that thing is? Do you think you should do it? I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is a, this is a tough call and, and I'm leaving you hanging there purposefully because that's what it feels like. Like right. I'll give you an example. Yep. Uh, there's a trend today where everybody has the mindset that shorter is better. Yep. Uh, if you're writing an email, shorter is better. Like the, right. the, fewer amount of words you have, the more effective it will be. And that is totally and completely wrong in some scenarios, right? Sure. So, you know, as someone who pays attention to the data, my two favorite words are, it depends, okay? <laughs> I mean, if I'm getting an appointment reminder, I want that to be really short and right to the point, okay? Right. If I'm getting a receipt, I want that to be really short and right to the point. Yep. If I've just registered so that you can teach me 10 successful ways to increase my home's property value before listing it, I want to read. Like, I want a lot of data there. I want to understand exactly what I should do. Right. So context is the thing that makes the most difference, Daniel. I and, love it. you know, the, 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 this is the big problem with when you ask what should people be sending. Yep. Is it, I don't believe there's an effective one-size-fits-all solution. Right. Uh, I just don't. And, and I'll prove that to anybody who's watching right now. So like, I love to do this in front of a live audience. It's always fun because if you think about how many agents have a business that's based in past clients, word of mouth and referral, it's amazing. Most agents will say most of their business comes from those sources, right? Right. That's proof that people like them. 
that's proof that they're doing a good job for people. Yep. And yet, if you say to that same person, well, why don't we teach these leads, these people who don't know you, what the people who do know about you like, they act like, oh, that's crazy. Like, just mystifying. How would we do that? It's easy to send the same garbage everyone else is sending. It's not as effective as sending content that really tells your story based on the authentic experience that your past clients have had with you. Like, whoa, huge difference. Boom. So, Dude, okay, so here's why this is important too. Um, and, and we're going to move on in a, just a second to why you should actually finish this video and what it's going to mean to you. Number one, uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going to have Steve uh, Murray on and do an interview. Founder of Real Trends. Whenever a real estate practice gets sold, they hire this guy to come in and value it. And, and I'm excited because, you know, he's kind of a big deal. He's like Dan here. We get celebrity people and we have them give and share love because that's what we do at here at my outdesk. But here's the thing about a database. It's the only asset you have worth selling. Like it's, it's the value of your, so everybody here who thinks, oh, I shouldn't finish this. I'm busy. I shouldn't do this. And they're walking away. Uh, let me tell you right now, if you're building an asset that you can sell one day, what Dan's about to do is he's going to open your eyes. He's going to show you the path uh, to really financial freedom and building a business that's worth owning. Hey everybody, Daniel Ramsey here and I want to tell you about an extraordinary offer to take action and start scaling your business right now. You know I get a lot of questions about how to grow your business, generate more revenue and reduce expenses and the answer is simple. It's My Outdesk Virtual Assistants. My Outdesk offers five star virtual assistant services to thousands of business professionals across the United States and making our clients over a hundred million dollars in net revenue every year. Our customers absolutely love our virtual assistants and I want to give you the opportunity to learn exactly why. Simply text the word MOD, MOD, to 31996 and we're going to give you a free double my business strategy call where you work one-on-one -on -one with one of our business growth specialists to design an action strategy for growth and cost savings in your business. We're gonna give you over 20 growth and strategy guides, a market force personality indicator, an important business checklist, and hiring guides. My Outdesk admins can help manage your office, your sales, your marketing pipeline, and even help you lead generate and follow up. And during this call, you'll learn exactly how you can put them into your business right now. So again, text MOD to 31996 and get a free double my business strategy call right now and learn how my Outdesk can transform your business today. So let's, let's dive in. Um, what should the results be so we can close that gap? If you're listening right now, you, you can think, well, last year I got, you know, 40 deals from my sphere of influence and I have 10,000, you know, you know, contacts in there. How do I, how do I close the gap between 40 to 80 and can I do it through database and what should the results be, Dan? Help us with that. 
Yeah, well, God, there's so much there to unpack. So I'm going to share my screen here a little bit. Yes. Um, there's there's something you just said that I happen to have a, a quote here about that's perfect for. Really? Um, so yeah, let me just share this here. Okay. Uh, Harvey McKay, right? Harvey McKay said, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of your relationships. And the quality of your business is no different, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like Gary Keller said in the MREA, you know, your database is your business, period. Yeah. Yep. Uh, th there's no shortage of experts who say these sorts of things. And then there's a big difference between actually putting some things into practice that support this. Yeah. And, you know, to reference that cycle of suck again, right? You're here, you're watching this now, you're excited about doing it, you're developing some intentions to actually do something. Yeah. You're going to take that first step forward, encounter a little bit of pain, and it's going to be much more tempting to just go back to whatever you're doing before, right? So here's the first hurdle that you've got to get over. You've got to gather and organize your contacts. So they're in a lot of different places today, right? Yep. And, you know, you said, hey, if you're at X transactions and you want to get to Y transactions, what do you do? Yes. Well, that's a case-dependent scenario. Okay. Uh, I have the privilege of serving clients who, you know, they're some of the best lead generators on the planet. And they're also people who have like one lead gen strategy and that's it. So right. the, the same strategy isn't going to work for both of them. So I'm going to paint in broad stripes here first, right? No yep. matter what your business model is, your contacts are spread out all over the place today. Right. So they have to be gathered, they have to be deduplicated, and they have to be organized for messaging. So, you know, if you want to create engagement, you've got to send the right message to the right people at the right time. But Dan, so, all of my contacts are on my phone, in Facebook, in Outlook, and I have this really old CRM and I can't figure mm -hmm. it out. What do I do? Yeah, well, I mean, A, you call us and we'll just help you solve that problem for you. Or, like, you can watch a video on YouTube and get really good at using Excel, right? <laughs> and start to deduplicate and merge all these contacts. Uh, okay. We build software that does that automatically, but uh, the, the important thing is, like, I might have you in my database somewhere as Dan, somewhere as Daniel. Yep. I might have your, your MOD email address and I might have like I'll bust you, your AOL address, right? <laughs> you're an OG like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, what I need to do is understand that there's one guy, Daniel Ramsey, and this is his preferred email address instead of have these things. Right. Otherwise, when I'm trying to send you an important message, you get it twice. And you think, oh, I'm being marketed to. I don't feel like there's a real relationship here anymore. Sure. Marketing is the death of relationships in so many circumstances. <laughs> you take that close friend, that past client, this person you've been on a huge emotional journey with, yeah. and you market at them, and they're like, oh, I thought I was more important to that, that person than this. They've yeah. just proven to me all I am is a transaction. Oh, that hurts, right? You know, you know what I was going to ask? Like, what do you, like, one of the big challenges that I have is like, um, who, what information goes into my CRM? Like, mm -hmm. you know, if they have a kid, if they bought a house from me or if they, if, or if they sold with me, like, or if their aunt was involved or if like, how, how do, what do I put in here into my database and what really matters from your perspective? I, you know, you're the only guy I know that. Yeah. Well, so 
let me make this really simple. Now, uh, prior to Happy Grasshopper, Daniel, I founded a CRM company that I sold back in 2010. Yep. And so this is something I've been paying attention to for something like 15 years. And mm-hmm. when, you, when you boil it down to the most simple, simple, most basic element, yes. simplicity always wins, right? Just because you can track everything doesn't mean you should track everything. Okay. Uh, so I would encourage everyone to think about how their messaging would change and let that be what, the, what groups people go in and how you communicate with them. So for example, like people who uh, are in real estate have these natural audiences inside their database. They may not have it organized this way, but they all have past clients, they have sphere of influence, they have leads, they have other agents, vendors, and recruits, right? Very simple and straightforward. Yep. Now, what I say to another agent is almost certainly not, excuse me, not what I should say to a lead, right? right. What I say to a past client or a member of my sphere is almost certainly not what I would say to a vendor or to a recruit. Mm. So, you know, you, you want to have lead source uh, because like you got to treat that referral from a past client differently than you do that brand new IDX registration, right? A home valuation request is not a Zillow lead, you know, Mm. they're different. Yes. So uh, I, I appreciate being able to have data like their dog's name, right, and whatever else. But I'm not going to include that in my messaging because that gets too granular and detailed to scale. You need a a plan that scales, right? Now, if you're going to have a phone call and your CRM tells you, oh, by the way, the dog's name is Fido, that's great. You can reference that in your conversation. So it's a great memory aid to track that data there. Yep. But it doesn't always need to flow through into your communication strategy. Um, Perfect. So this is actually a pretty good segue into tackling database organization as a whole. Yeah. Because we've got just two kinds of people in the world. They know us or they don't. Period. There's no other type of human being on the planet. Got it. And, you know, of those two groups, they're either ready, not ready, or will never be ready to buy, sell, or invest in real estate with us. Right. So, I mean, there, there's no other condition a person can be in. And when you've got most of the people, most of the time, not being ready to have a real estate transaction, uh, you must have a reason to communicate with them that's not about real estate. Right? You need okay. to stay in their life. You need to pull those people who know you closer. And you can't do that just by delivering market updates and and statistics and new listing alerts. It's, it's not enough. You got to right. go beyond that. Right? So guys, if you're listening, um, one of the f- coolest thing is Dan agreed to ask or answer specific questions. So if you're on this and you know, we've gone over something, I personally have a question. Um, Again. I, I want, I want you guys to actually throw in here because this has got to be interactive. This is for our clients. It's for Dan's audience. We want to make sure that we're giving you guys love and paying attention to your particular needs. But Dan, what if somebody's like never going to buy from me? What do I do with that lead? Like their cousin's a real estate broker or their mom or their grandma or I don't know, their friend Peggy. And they're in my database because they wanted information from me and they wanted to be part of my world because I'm, I'm a cool guy, right? Mm-hmm. What do I do with yeah. that? What do I do with that lead once I know they're out forever 
Yeah. Well, so uh, remember my two favorite words? Mm. It depends. I mean, <laughs> it absolutely depends, right? Because, yeah, they might never do a real estate transaction with you. Yeah. But if they're following you on Facebook and you have some kind of contest running and they want to engage in that contest, and that means more people who know them get to see your stuff. Yeah. Keep them you in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Absolutely. I mean, I'm for a bigger, wider open planet. Like, you know, wherever they are, uh, whether or not they have an ability to do business with me right away, provided that the content I'm sharing has value for them, I want them to continue to get it uh, because you just never know how that can turn into something. Like, so Johnny Mo says, uh, two, two Dan's for the price of one. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you pay nothing. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Mo, more GCI. I love that guy. Yeah, hey, some time with him. Yeah, he's a funny guy. I like him a lot. Um, I've got a question from Dave. Um, how do we determine? How do we determine? Determine? I don't know. How do we know who's ready, not ready, and will never buy or sell? Like, how do we know that? Is that just something I I decide or? Yeah. So you can't know much of the time right? Um, you can't know until they engage with you. So you know, this is actually a really brilliant question because, uh, gosh, it's almost at the level of assumption here and it really needs to be spoken. Yep. So when you have a lead that comes in and it can be any source, right? You never know whether they're ready now or never, or at some point in between, you right. can't know. Mm -hmm. Now, if we look at the data, the typical lead, like it registers 10 places, eight to 12 months before they're actually ready to have a transaction. That's right. So, I mean, wow, think about that. That means that uh, they're getting tons of the same content from tons of different agents. Um, you know, IDX search updates are great, right? They're just not enough to build a relationship because they're getting that content from so many different sources. So the way you know whether someone is ready or not ready is based on how they engage with your content. Okay. So, you know, I'll, I'll get a little specific here. Uh, sure. In our system, we prepare something daily we call a hot sheet. So uh, all of our members get this emailed to them every day and it shows them who's engaging with the email content in the last 24 hours. So like there'll be days where I look at my hot sheet and I'll say, oh wow, Daniel Ramsey opened five of my messages yesterday. Like, yeah. and he clicked the links in four of them. Ooh, yeah. He's probably getting really close to being ready. So he's a great guy to call. Right. And of course, the way you have that call is not to say, hey, I saw you're reading my email. Like, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> <not good. laughs> we, we don't want to be uh, that creepy guy, right? We just want to say, hey, Daniel, yeah, I, I just was uh, going through. Um, or you don't even want to say that. You just want to be like, hey, I was thinking about you. Thought I'd give you a call. How are you? Yeah. 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 Exactly. Mm -hmm. Open-ended questions, thinking about you. Hope you're having a great yep. day. What's going on in your world? I'd love to catch up. Like those kind of uh, agents, I hate the old um, Mike Ferry, where it's like, hi, this is a business call. I'm calling because you opened some of my emails. Like that's, <laughs> that's a mistake. In today's world, people want to have a relationship and they have yeah. a lot of options. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, my, my whole purpose in founding Happy Grasshopper, and like, I want to make sure I, I express this, right? Because this is my seventh company. 
Okay, so I'm not doing this because I need a job. I'm doing this because I love to help people. And like my entire life, when I was a boy, we moved every two months to two years. I had 14 schools before I graduated high school, right? Wow. That taught me a lot about staying in touch with people. Um, so just my life experience. And then, you know, when I started uh, working in sales, uh, I had a job where our average sales cycle was like two years. Right. And, you know, I discovered that the same skill I developed keeping in touch when I was a kid helped me be in first place when the contract was awarded even though we cost more and our service wasn't as quick. It's like all these reasons didn't matter as much as the relationship that we'd built along the way. That's beautiful. Um, you know, at, at Happy Grasshopper, right from the start, it's been, hey, what kind of content can we create that allows people to develop relationships? And, you know, the, the secret sauce is, if there is any, is that relationships happen inside conversations. They don't, they don't exist anywhere else right you know, we think highly of each other we've been aware of each other for years i always enjoy seeing you at whatever event it is yeah but unless we're in conversation about something nothing happens right yeah. like i mean how many years did we know each other where i didn't hire my out desk like i just now started i should have started a long time ago why do you say that this is a great story guys i love this story because you contacted me and said oh my god Time. Oh, I just, yeah, my expectations of what you actually do and what you actually do, they couldn't have been more far apart. Oh. Like I, I had this image of um, like a, a sweatshop in the Philippines calling. It just isn't at all what you do. It's crazy how much better my outdesk is than what I thought my outdesk was. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed to say it. But, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we hired our... Go ahead. I, I was just going to say we hired our first uh, our first VP virtual professional. Yep. And uh, her name is Mary Martin. She's freaking awesome. Like I'm really really excited about her. Um, and and I just the moment for me, Dan, the the transition here. Yeah. Was the interview. Right. Um, I was kind of still. I was like, yeah, okay, we'll use you, and then you know, let's see if we can even hire somebody. Right, right. And then I talked to four people and I wanted to hire all four of them. Uh, uh, I did not expect that, right? And all four of them could be legitimate employees here. So I'm, I'm stoked. Um, yeah. Number one's off to a great start. So we'll be adding more here for sure. Well, and you said something, it's like you saw us as an opportunity to scale your business and plug holes and grow. Is that, is that what, I mean, is that how you would characterize it? Um. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a couple of things there that I think are important, right? Because I spend a lot of time helping people with recruitment. And yeah. recruitment is generally a long-term process, right? Yeah. Uh, and I believe that to attract the best people to anyone's business, whether it's my business or yours or talent, you need to have a relation. Like, they need to be in your database. You need to be nurturing this over time. Right. And you know, so my typical experience is I'll always be advertising and occasionally I'll find someone who maybe impresses me right. and then they'll be in my database until such a time as I actually have an opportunity to hire them. Right. Right. Um, so that's a big cumbersome long process. And when I hired you guys, uh, I expected this to be kind of a, 
you know, well, we'll see how it goes. Like that was my honest perspective. Right. Uh, sincerely, I'm very impressed with the four candidates that I interviewed and uh, was happy to welcome Mary. She's been with us a week tomorrow. Wow. Uh, she zoomed through our internal training. Yeah. Uh, she'd already worked as a real estate ISA, so she knew the industry. She knew the tools. Yeah. Uh, it was much easier to onboard her than it would be even a local person to do the same role. So, I mean, Talent you guys fast. nailed it. Talent yeah. fast. Looks like we have a question. Um, yep. And we're going to get back to what content after the question. Um, stick with us because what's really important, we've talked about a system. We've talked about the problem. We talked about why you should care. But next, we're going to talk about like what should be sent because we have the not readies and readies. And mm -hmm. we, need to, we need to message them a little differently. But we've got a question. Sunita, hello. Um, what if you have a, been nurturing a client over the past two years and they said they are not ready yet to buy? They go to an open house and decide to buy that house. Should I delete them from my database or as they are, will be doing the same thing again when time comes or just ignore as nothing happened and hope when they sell, they might hire me? See, it should be very inexpensive to have someone in your database that's getting some kind of content from you. So yeah. it's, it's almost always good to have them in there unless they're saying things like, unsubscribe, take me off your list. You know, if they're replying, I hate you, never email me again. Like, obviously, it doesn't make sense to have that person there. Um, there well, I, go ahead. There's one other cohort it makes sense to, like, purge from your database. So. Yeah. Um, like my goal for every agent would be to, to grow their database to the size where there are a thousand people that actually know who they are. Like if you can get a thousand people who actually know you and you're messaging them on a regular basis, that is a huge business that you can build. Like, you know, from just a hundred contacts, if you have a hundred, just a tenth of that, that should be about 20 transactions per year. So, okay two transactions for every 10 people in your database that actually know who you are and engage with you throughout the course of the year. You can generate that from referrals uh, for sure. So if you got that to a thousand, I mean, that's massive. That's a massive, massive opportunity that's available for you. Um, so I, I got a little off track there, but um, no, in, I like in terms it. of should you take them out? No, don't. Don't take them out unless they're completely ignoring everything that you send and they, they haven't expressed any sort of interest. Like they shouldn't count towards your hundred or your thousand, right? You want people who are engaging to count towards that number. Well, I think Sunita really wants to understand what she did wrong maybe in this scenario. And I just give this advice is that, <clears throat> you know, people, people are sometimes just not going to be a buyer. I would look at what your follow-up activity was you know, earlier, Dan, you said a, there was a trigger, like they, if they start opening emails, that's a time to call them and say hello. Um, the other piece is, you know, you might look at your scripting when you're actually on the phone with them, because if they, if they were just looking for the right house and they found the right house and then they bought it with another agent, then there was an opportunity there for you to be the person that took them to that open house. So my suggestion is uh, to look at probably your scripting and possibly, um, you know, how you interacted with them to overcome that challenge. Cause I hate losing too. And I even one client, because I see one client as my next referral for the next client. Right. So yeah. 
anyways, that hopefully that's helpful. Yeah, I mean, we, we all hate to lose that for sure. I, one thing I would add there is that I would, I would presume from the way that question was asked that uh, this agent may be at a place in their business where any client is a good client, right? right. And I mean, we've all been there at some point in time. Yeah. But, you know, building real relationships in your database, having a structured system to do that, uh, you get to a point where you get to choose your clients. And that's where the power really happens. Like, you know, Daniel, you're not trying to sell to everyone on the planet. You have a niche market that you've defined that you know for sure is going to get massive value from what you do. So, you know, who is that for this agent? Right. Right. Who is that person? Are, Are they a family that's moving up? Are they empty nesters that are downsizing? Is it someone who's investing in a, a second home or a vacation property? Is it that you know high net worth individual who wants to buy their estate home that they're never going to leave? Like, right. who is it that you're really equipped to serve? You know, I, I love leveraging the power of that to turn you from a chaser into an attractor, where people can you know seek you out based on your expertise and ability. Much more powerful place to be. I love that. We're going to rock into the content um, piece yep. of the conversation. And real quick, if you're thinking, um, I want to just define our ideal client for everybody who's listening. Number one, you're growing and, and like if, if not doubling, but you're growing by 30, 40, 50% every year and you just don't have time, like time becomes your most valuable asset when, when you're kind of growing a real estate practice. If that's where you are, like I want you to reach out because like Dan, we only want to serve this industry. We only care to help those that actually need the help. And we will go through a consultation with you. And, and here's, here's how you, I mean, what we do first, we look at your lead sources, your revenue. Then we look at your structure. Then we look at your systems, which is what we're talking about today. And then we say, okay, here's where you are today. And here's where you want to go. Let's close the gaps. What are the things that we need to do right now? And it could be hiring happy grasshopper. It could be hiring an ISA. It could be getting an administrative assistant so that you're, you're, you're only focused on the most important work. So mm-hmm. if you're listening right now and you fall into those categories where time is being you know, cut short, you, you, you feel like you're not getting everything done in the day, or you have too much administrative work, or you need help building systems and processes, go to our website, register right now. I promise you it's going to be worth it. The only thing that you could possibly waste by doing that is a little bit of time. We'll spend 20, 30 minutes on the, on a phone call with you. We'll break down. And regardless of if you hire us or not, you're going to walk away with a solid plan of how to grow and double. And that's what we do for, I mean, literally over 5,000 agents across this great world. I mean, it's Canada, us. I mean, it's nuts how many people we've helped do exactly that. Where are you today? Where would you like to go? Let's close that gap. Dan, what should we send to people? Okay, great. So um, <laughs> let me do this. I'm going to say that, like, we got to talk about how we know this person to figure out what to send them. Okay, okay good. So there, again, there's no one size fits all content that's going to suit everybody. Right. So these are 13 lead sources that are very common for real estate agents. And you know, if you're watching this now, you're going, oh, I do that. I do that. Ooh, I hate that one. I hate that one. I hate that one. There's no one right way for you to attract business. There, there isn't. There is one right way for you to follow up with that person. Okay? okay. So let me explain that. 
And this is based in our data over the past nine years, sending hundreds and hundreds of millions of email messages. Oh, so wow. we know for certain that the most effective way to convert that new lead into a transaction yep. is to send content to them in three phases. Okay. So first you have to acknowledge them. Then you have to position yourself to them such that they say, oh, this person's different than all those other agents. And then you have to nurture them between the time when they register and the time they're ready to have that transaction. Okay, so, you know, I'm gonna show you little bits and pieces of content here along the way. Mm -hmm. um, and all of that content needs to be assembled into a mechanism. So you have all your sources mapped out, you know exactly right. how those leads are captured. Your acknowledgement content is uh, unique for the lead source and appropriate to the time of day. So don't pretend you're awake at three in the morning if you're not awake at three in the morning, right? <laughs> okay. Like, like computers can tell time very effectively. That's, <laughs> that shouldn't happen. Yep. And then after it's acknowledged, we move into position and nurturing. Yeah. So, you know, let's contrast this approach with what most agents send, which is this kind of content. Okay. Like, this is easy, available content that you can get anywhere from every brokerages and franchises system. Right. And, and when this arrives in the inbox, the reader goes, okay, next. <laughs> like, there, there's nothing super compelling in this message because it looks like marketing. It right. doesn't demand your attention. It doesn't require a response. Okay. Okay. So we're all looking at our inboxes today with the extent, uh, the, the purpose of what do I have to pay attention to here? Like what's important right now? That's the only thing I've got time for. Right. So rather than send art projects, you know, which work great for Outback Steakhouse uh, and don't work great <laughs> for real estate agents right. uh, and sometimes show up like this, like we don't want to send that sort of stuff. Uh, we send content that looks like you sat down to write it yourself. Okay? Gotcha. So this is an acknowledgement message. And in this case, it's a, an autoresponder uh, for a Zillow lead. Okay. Now the content here is short and simple. It emphasizes that you'll be calling soon and that you can be counted on to follow up. Right. So we're setting some expectations here that the system can fulfill for you. That's a good thing. It, we're also prominently displaying your phone number and asking them to call or text anytime, right? Got so it. isn't it great if that lead calls you, like instead of you always chasing them, that yeah. can be great. And then of course, we've got to move from the acknowledgement into positioning. And this is where we have to send content that gets them to see you as a unique and special person, right? So this is, uh, this is part science and part subjectivity, okay? Yeah. So scientifically, we can measure opens, clicks, unsubscribes, all right. that data is important. Um, subjectively, we need to send messaging that each member is really proud of, and each member feels like represents who they are. Well, hold on, you got, you, I just need to unpack something, because number one, you said member versus lead, why? Uh, okay, member would be my clients, my members of Happy Grasshopper. Okay, okay. Like, so yeah, if you're my client or my member, you should love the content we're sending for you. Like, you okay. should be proud of that. You shouldn't go, oh, 
I hope it works. I don't really like it. Like that would be inauthentic and you shouldn't send it. Right. So I'm, I'm going to show you three different samples here that are totally different writing styles. Okay. And I don't know if this is big enough. I can always zoom in if I need to. It's good. Um, yeah. This content is written from kind of the high eye perspective, right? So it's very conversational. The person's using lots and lots of words because that's how they do things in the real world. Yeah, uh, it matches their personality and it has some differentiating language. I was born and raised in the area. You know, I couldn't imagine living anywhere else. I know what I love about here and it's the people like people, people, people is what we're leaving with in this message. Yes. Okay? So that's a totally different approach than this message where we're saying things like I'm looking forward to helping you with your real estate needs. I do want to warn you, though, I'm a perfectionist. Like, whoa, that language is wrong for practically everyone, right? Like, this is a bad message for 99.9% .9 of the agents on the planet. Right. And it's perfect for the guy we wrote it for. Right. So uh, he had just turned on two websites and we went as a single agent from getting 30 to 50 leads per month to getting nearly 1,000. Okay? Imagine that. So yeah. this message is a filter for him. It makes sure that he's only getting replies from near-term opportunities, right? So uh, to answer the earlier question again of how do you know when someone's ready, you, you yeah. send content that gets them to tell you they're ready. Gotcha. Like that's, that's one way to do it. Gotcha. So, one thing I was going to ask, um, because we have you, and I don't know anybody who's sent more emails in the industry, <clears throat> if I'm an agent, you've, you've already blessed us with an understanding about if you have a hundred people that know you, you should get two transactions from them. So I, 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 I'm a data guy, so it matters to me. And so now if you're listening to this as a real estate person, you can say, okay, am I doing this right? Or am I not doing this right now? But how about the click through ratio? The op like what should the results be when I send something so that I know that my, I know that I'm doing it right. And also yeah. if I hire your company, we, we know that that's what we're going to get. Yeah, some baselines there. Okay, so I, I love data. I mean, we live it, we breathe it every single day. We let data make decisions around here. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's it, why is my guess any better than yours? You know, it, it wouldn't be unless we had the data to support it. So uh, mild correction. You said two for every hundred. Okay. I'm saying two for every 10 wow. over the course of a year. Okay. okay. So okay. that's, an, that's an order of magnitude difference there. I just want to be clear. Okay. So that doesn't mean that, you know, you're going to do two transactions with every 10 people right. in your database. It means that you're going to get an opportunity to do two transactions from every 10 people in your database every 12 months. Right? And they need to know and love you and, and be in, in somebody who actually like, cares about This you. is not a list that you bought from some Russian, right? This is, <laughs> this is real people who actually know who you are. Big difference. Okay? Yeah. So uh, then to the, the second part of your question there, like in terms of general data. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about open rates. Okay. Open yeah. rates in email marketing are something that's really well studied. Uh, okay. MailChimp and Constant Contact both report theirs publicly okay. through the real estate category. Okay. Uh, Constant Contacts is around 14.7% last time I looked. Uh, MailChimp's was better at just above 20% last time I looked. 
And ours, for most members, is between 30 and 50%, right? Which is much, much higher because we're not sending the kind of content that typically comes from MailChimp or Constant Contact. Right. right. You're not sending uh, junk out into the universe. You're sending personalized content to a specific list and audience that, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, so th there's a metric here that doesn't exist anywhere but at Happy Grasshopper. And we call it ROAR, R-O-R, okay? okay? It's relevancy of relationship, right? Okay. So okay. follow me on this, right? Okay. Uh, who's the most important person in your life? My wife, simple. Okay. Yeah. And and if your wife sends you an email, do you pay attention to that? Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. And does the subject line matter? No. Nope. nope. Does the time of day she sent the message matter? Nope. It's just it makes no really difference. Yeah. Because the relationship is so valuable, right? right? So there's kind of an inverse relationship there. The the. Like if you're uh, making a widget and you have an email list of 20 million people, yeah, the time of day you send the message and your subject line is super important because yep. a small change there can be a big difference in your bottom line. Right. But when it comes to working your database, like those 100 most precious people, that doesn't matter. Like the quality of the relationship matters. And like I'll show you a message here. Um, this is great. I'm going to show you the result first. Okay, so here's a, a member with a 52% open rate who wow. found five transactions from one email, right? That's huge. Like, right. wow, who wouldn't love to have that sort of result? Yep. And the message we sent has nothing to do about real estate. Like, nada, nothing, yep. zip, doesn't even mention the word real estate. Wow. Here's the message. The subject line there is kind of fun. Finca Palmolera. And it talks about this $7 cup of coffee at Starbucks. And then uh, it makes a little joke about that and says, hey, if you'd like to meet for a cup, let me know. Right? It'd be great to see you. Yeah. That gets you face to face in front of that 100 people that should absolutely love you. Yeah. Right? And it gives you a chance to sit down and say things like, so, you know, I want to work on planning a vacation this year. And to do that, I need to know about your real estate plans. And like, if you're going to send anybody my way, I want to know what their schedule is so I can make sure I'm available for them. So yeah. did you know anybody who's thinking of moving, Dan? Great. You know, right. That's how this happens. And yeah. in this case, we're the knock on the door. And you also need to have that conversation to really make it work. Right? Wow, wow, wow. One, uh, I love this because we're, we're almost, we're going to be closing up in the next three to five minutes. Um, one thing that you promised is to share how to make your competition invisible, utilizing yes. the database. Now, guys, this is a big deal because it is fierce in my town. Fierce. There are 9,000 licensees in Sacramento, 9,000, and literally only 100 of us actually make a living. So 9,000 yeah. to 100, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's this gap. So how do you help people compete, uh, you know, and how can we make our competition invisible? Like, yeah. talk about that. All right. Well, it, it's actually a really simple thing to do, right? Okay. If, if you can become that person that they truly know, like, and trust, right? Yeah. If you can become that reliable expert that's there for them, if yep. you can become that person who's 
demonstrating that you care enough to stay in their life, even when you don't have an immediate near-term benefit for doing so, you're making everyone else invisible, right? right? Everyone else is showing up and saying, you know, I'm a professional, I'm a great negotiator, and I really, really care. Yeah. I treat all my clients like family, right? And then, you know, by the time you've heard that 45 times, like, come on, you know, um, what, what makes your competition invisible is really having a valuable relationship with them. And it's all That's about the, the relationship and, and the acronym you like is ROAR. ROAR, R-O-R, relevancy of relationship. Absolutely. I think that's great. Guys, the question that we're going to end this with is how much money do you currently have sitting in your database that's untapped? And I'm encouraging you guys right here on the, on the thing. We've got a link to my outdesk forward slash happy grasshopper. Dan has agreed graciously to meet with anybody who's on this video and talk through. What he's just shared is, 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 like I said in the beginning of the call, it's helicopter, advanced level, ninja, <laughs> database, crazy, right? And uh, so in addition to his time, which is the most valuable thing in the world to give away, um, you're also doing something else. What is it, Dan? I am. Well, uh, we have some crazy great new stuff that's just on the horizon. February okay. 11th, we are pushing a large UI UX update. And okay. in the second quarter, we're expanding the footprint of our services to include, I mean, this is crazy, print, voicemail drop, SMS, and messenger integration, right? So what we're doing is encouraging everyone who's listening to this right now to sign up with us right now because you're going to be grandfathered in at our current pricing. Right. Yeah. So yeah, time to, to jump on board with happy grasshopper is right now. And what we're doing to help incent you to do that is we're giving away uh, two things here, right? You get $200 off your initial setup investment, which is yep. super cool. Yep. And then provided you get started today, tomorrow, we're going to also give you a free bio which uh, generally, you know, I have a whole staff of copywriters. We interview you, we create your content. The most requested piece of additional content people want is a new biography. So yeah. we're gonna throw that in for all new customers who get started with us uh, here in the month of February. And we already have a taker. David is already giving him, uh, I don't, David, you're amazing. <laughs> Dan's gonna reach out to you. Yeah. Oh, um, Muskegon, you're probably frozen solid, David. I'd be happy to reach out and warm you up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, guys, this has been an honor. Dan, uh, I feel like we could have kept going for another hour or two. For sure. Yeah, We're, I can't shut up. Yeah, well, I mean, it's all too good <laughs> stuff. I mean, it's just too good. I love what you've provided here. Guys, remember how much money is in your database that you aren't even tapping into. I appreciate your time, Dan. You've got built an amazing business, Happy Grasshopper. And I'm so glad that you're finally a client of my outest. That's phenomenal, yeah. right? Finally. Yeah. Um, and Mary yeah. is doing great, by the way. I just, I want to give you a quick shout out here. She set two appointments for us already. She's, she's going to be great. I love uh, it. Okay. Thanks so much again, Dan. Everybody who's uh, joined us. I know time's the most valuable thing in the world that you can give. Thanks a bunch for being here today with us.